0: I'm the best in the world at what I do. I've been the best since day one. On this microphone, in the booth, in my bed, I live it. I breathe it. I am Every day for eight, I live in a box. For the other 16, I live in a box. Chain gate for 30, I lived in a box. My four kids approved that I lived in a box. Can't afford to stop in the quest for the top. Once I'm at the top, I done lost my top. Bring the shit to a stop. Get on some other shit. I ain't old Bronze season. Put you niggas on punishment. Tolerance is low. Got no patience for funny. shit give a fuck about you or the click that you're running with. Loner by nature, not the type you can chummy with. Climb my neck with gift fools like verbal candy. Eons, I've been nice for eons. Best in the world, prime time like Dion. Shine bright like neon. Make a killing in my feelings. Called the elder for a reason. Been disturbing beatings. Melvin in the kitchen, cooking scramble eggs, cheesing. No pacifier needed. Fake before season. Much better when I'm pissed. Known traits of persist. use the anger in the hate to levy discipline. Donnie Anakin, my oath to eat within. Further back to hit the origin of my sin. Much better when the piss, no traits of the sin. Use the anger and the hate too. Let me discipline. What up, people? Welcome to another edition of the Salty Thoughts of Donnie Wu Podcast. Featuring the one and only Donny O. Best the world, what he does yeah man i'm back for another week this week i'm not going to lie every week i always try and have an aim a target in my mind of trying to shorten the length of this of the episodes you know it seems like i've settled into a nice 90-minute crunch even though i'm trying to get it to ultimately Closer to an hour, but regardless Every week I always say, yeah, I'm going to try to get it to Oh, I'm going over the time or oh, I'm getting close This week is not going to be one of those weeks This week I'm going to say what I need to say I'm not going to string stuff out And I'm going to get right to the point um, For various reasons, but I'm going to give you the Rundown of this edition of the Salty Thoughts of Donnie Woo podcast. Well, you know, the intro, I'm going to talk whatever the fuck I feel like talking about, whatever comes to my mind. And I have a lot of things I need to get off my chest to, to a certain extent. Then I'm going to combine segments. And that segment would be... Uh, Donnie doesn't know what the F he's doing. And talking about my victorious New York JETS JETS So I guess the segment can be entitled, Donnie did not know what the F he was doing, doubting his New York JETS JETS. Yeah. So yeah, that's what's on tap this week. Me getting some things off my chest and me talking about my new york jets jets and their victorious and their victory over the buffalo bills this past sunday which left us a half game back of first place in the afc east and also but more importantly we go into our much needed bye week at the record of six wins and three losses Yeah. Um, I don't even know how to even approach this. So, like I said, I'm just gonna be going off the top of the dome. I have kind of dealt or dealing with um, a scare. You know, I'm not gonna get too specific because I don't even know what the hell is going on, but. I guess the best way I can explain it is I have, I've come to the realization that I am closer to 50 years of age than I am of 40 years of age. And this has to be some type of um, lifestyle choices, eating choices, uh, you know, eating patterns, sleeping patterns. Uh, do more exercise, so forth, you know, because, yeah, being that that's the situation, at least at this point in time, I'm going to try to refrain from getting overly excited and overly exerting myself. Um. There might be some type of correlation to what I'm going through. I don't know. But I'm going to try that out and see if that helps. Um, so if you're trying to figure out, well, you know, is Donnie in a fucked up mood? Why is he talking so monotone? No, no, no. I'm just trying to remain even killed right now, even though I'm very exuberant on the inside. Um gotta try to just maintain stuff. At this time, this past weekend, while I was, you know, dealing with what I'm dealing with, both physically and mentally, the mentally part is trying not to worry so much about what's going on physically. Uh, Let me put that out there. Um. This past weekend, news came out of two hip hop stars from yesteryear, to coin a phrase, um, two rappers from my golden era, which I dare I say is the golden era of hip hop, you know, early 90s, mid 90s, especially the early 90s. Um, Team one from the group, the artifacts uh, news came out that he had passed away at the age of 52. I think there was one report pretty much not to even try to gossip or misspeak. You know, it uh, seemed like he had a heart attack. Right. I mean, Artifacts was one of my favorite groups back in the day, especially that era of Stretch and Barbado, eighty nine point nine FM on the FM dial, where you had to like move your transistor radio. You had to, well, I'm dating myself a little bit too much, but you had to move the antenna just to get the right frequency so you clear out all the static. The artifacts was a staple on stretching barbito you know i i mean i copped this shit when it first dropped between the rock and the hard place it had i i want to say at least well more than half of the the tape was bangers yeah flex with the tech come on with the get down What's up now, motherfucker? Naughty headed niggas. So that's just to m- name a few. And tame to me, I he was the witty one. He was the one with the charisma, you know. And that, and I, I don't know. I think I, I think the first one I might have heard. Matter of fact, I think I've heard. Heard, them, heard him on a freestyle. It was a freestyle. And I was like, yo, who's this tame dude? Found out later, you know, he was related to Redman. I think they were cousins or something, which made sense. Both being from Jersey and so forth. And just that that charisma just drew, drew you to them. At the same time that I found out Tame passed away I found out that another one of my <laughs> you know of my favorites I'll be more of a crush if anything was Hurricane G who was I believe you know uh, Eric Sermon I heard you know, I think they have a daughter together. But Hurricane G, Redman always said, "Yo, that was my—that was his sis, Hurricane Gloria." Um, I remember once again on Stretch and Barbado. I think it was a demo. As a matter of fact, I think they said later on that it was a demo, and they just had to put it out. And you could hear, it was like a dub on top of a dub on top of a dub on top of a dub. So you could hear all that hiss in it. The name of it, Milky. I played it on this pod in the past. Mm, sick. Duck, duck, goose, goose, get loose, I got juice. <laughs> Trust me. You probably be like, "Yo, that wasn't lyrical at all. It didn't matter. It didn't matter." And trust me, I love. I, I'm more about lyrics, but it was just the delivery, the quote, the, the swag. Even though that wasn't a term back then, you know. So I say all that to say these two staples in my. Formative years in my uh, in my adolescent years, and of course, close in age. Them passing away at an early age, at a young age, makes one think. Makes one think about what what they call it—the mor- your mortality. I mean, you know, listen, I'm not trying to be morbid on this shit. I'm not trying to really be, quote-unquote, Donnie Downer. <laughs> but, like I said, that news hit me different. I mean, it probably hit a lot of lot of us in that age frame, time frame dim- different. Especially if you might have been, you're not, you know, you're not 110% healthy. You know, you always... Gives you a little cause for cause for a, a cause for the pause, you know? I don't know. So rest in peace to team one rest in peace to hurricane G minutes, 10 seconds of silence. Okay. The last thing I think I need to get off my chest before we can get into the jets, jets Today that I'm recording this, and I guess it'll be yesterday when you're listening to it, is election day. Oh, trust trust and believe, I am not really going to be talking about politics. So if you think I'm going down that... Going down that road, going down that avenue. Uh, no, I'm not. But election day. Me here, a resident of New York City, of New York State proper, we have a important election that happened today. For the governor, for the governorship of the state of New York, and that's one um the incumbent, Miss Hochul, Kathy Hochul. You know who she reminds me of? Anybody? Anybody? Anybody used to watch uh, the show Nurse Jackie? <laughs> that's what she reminds me. Of. Matter of fact, she reminds me of Edie Falco. That's that's a better that's a better uh, explanation. She reminds me of Edie Falco. At times she, she reminds me of Nurse Jackie. At times she reminds me of Carmela Soprano. At times she reminds me of whatever character she uh she played in Oz. I don't know. She just got that I don't know that that look, that talk, that talk. Anyway, it's her uh, versus on um, Zeldin, the 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 right wing dude, right? I will not tell you which way I leaned. I did vote. I will say this. Um, it's, it is kind of funny that uh, the plea for more police presence underground because there's been a uptick or whatever. So, so says the media. See, I'm going to I'm going to straddle that line. So. There's been a plea for more presence for months upon months upon months. I mean, you know, we did have a mass shooting like this past spring, right? And, you know, there was a little sprinkle here, sprinkle there, but never prolonged. Guess what? Last last week. Last we can change when I say the flood happened in the system. Yes, the flood happened in the system. Cop upon cop upon cop. Coincident. Is it coincidental that it was election time? Perhaps. That's all I will say on that. Because I I could feel myself going into a rabbit hole and I'm not going there at all. Because, like I said, I'm trying to remain calm. What I really wanted to speak on is the larger issue at hand, and that's the tribalism the literal the literal tribalism that uh, rivals, or matter of fact, just should I say, it's only rivaled by uh, the fans of AEW and WWE and the wrestling world. And we're talking about the red and the blue, and we're not talking about the blood in the crib. So I'll say this. I've always been fascinated with politics. And I've always at least kept the eye or kept some type uh, kept myself somewhat in touch When it comes to the political Landscape At least on a national level Which at the end of the day It means something but doesn't really mean a lot When that shit doesn't really Affect you from day to day but we've already Gone gone through that if you don't If you need to know more you know uh, You know that's one of those if you uh, Need to know When to grow on some shit like that Anyway so i mean i've always been fascinated by it, right and like growing up like it was one of the rituals like when this is when we had the the booths the electric uh the voting booths little that you had to pull down the level it was a ritual to go with my grandma to go you know vote right so that's that's just whatever so but at the time it was almost the reason why you had motivation to go to vote was because you felt in your heart that the person no matter what side of the aisle they was on they're on the person that you were going to pull that level for was going to do stuff in your best interest right that was the motivation to get your fucking ass up and go vote i know that was the motivation for my grandma like the older she got that that arthritis was killing but rain sleet snow Or hell she went because that cuz she was motivated like yo I got to do my part to make sure this person is going cuz I I really believe this person is going to do the right thing by me and over the years that has rapidly uh eroded With the large majority. And I'm not talking about the fringe of, oh, people just don't feel like doing it or they feel entitled. No, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the pure feeling of, I'm going to, we're going to galvanize because this person is actually going to make a difference. Whether real or illusioned. Now it's more along the lines of, I'm a Democrat. I got, I gotta go and support my group, support my clique. I'm a Republican. I gotta go and support my support my support my comrades. And I said comrades for a reason. Pick it up if you want. But that's the that that is that's what it really about. Is you going to just which be able to wave your flag? Let, let everybody know you down. You which go you're part of the game, and nobody's really being held accountable to do shit. And that's why the like the the, the contenders, the, the candidates, every year, every election, for no, no matter what, just becomes more watered down and watered down and watered down because they already know all I have to do is run on this ticket. And whoever's whoever's you know whoever's the majority at the time was more popping at the time was more popular at the time. I'll just ride that wave. A lot of times people people get voted in by default. I mean shit, fucking Mia Benson. got in by default because like i've said before and and very seldom do i try to show my hand but my black ass was not voting for no curtis leeway period even though i used to i used shoot guardian angels back in the 80s but him being the mayor (laughs) nah But besides that, you know, that wasn't, you know, I mean, that was by default. I mean, the presidential a couple of years ago. For most. Well, matter of fact, I won't say for most. For some, that was by default too. It was like either you're going to you're going to leave Mr. Orange up in there, or by any means necessary to get him out no matter it could have been a corpse which technically kind of was but regardless it could have been a corpse and that person would really have got the majority to get Mr. Orange out of there right so now it's just it's just it's just so dry and I've and I and every time I talk about this subject I always bring up the same old line the same old quote on uh, the same old reference I go back to this Chris Rock skit. I forgot on which on, on what on which one of his shows. It was an HBO special, and he said, "Listen, yeah, I might be a Democrat, but I'm a human being. I'm paraphrasing. I'm liberal on some issues. I'm conservative on others." When it comes to my family, when it comes to my kids, I'm very conservative. When it comes to me wanting to get right, I'm very liberal. <laughs> when it comes to my money, I'm very conservative. And I mean, I, I, I would like to believe everybody is like that to a certain degree. Everybody's not, it's not black and white at all. No matter how many times, yeah, I know blue and red don't make black and white, but regardless, it's not black. It it, it has to be has to bleed into one another. And I would say this. This is this is the last thing I'm going to leave, leave off. I'm going to leave. This, I'm going to leave off with this. Um. So today I'm on. I'm on, I'm online, and I'm you know waiting to vote, right? Waiting to go get my ballot, and I hear a conversation amongst the voters people online and one person was like yeah you know which quarter this is crazy because um in my area my voting location has been changed pretty much instead of going two blocks one way now I go two blocks the other way but regardless you really don't know this like i was one block into my journey and something told me yo look let me check the phone yo we Where's my where's my um where's my voting place again? This right now, oh, it's the other way. Okay, you know how many people probably walk that way, figuring, yo, this is where I've been voting for years, and then when they realized it was the other way, they just said, "Fuck it." Think about it. The rezoning, the redistricting, if that's such a word, redistricting, whatever. You know, so um, it was discussion about that. I was like, yo, it. It the fucking, it was the fucking Republicans. They did that shit. Yo, we can't let them win. Yo, uh, which God uh no matter what, you know, they, they they done made it so fucked up. And it is it, it, it's, it's for them to, it's it's meant to discourage us. Which there's truth in it. But it was the piss and vigor in which this was said that made me wonder, like, has it come to this? He was like, "No." So, matter of fact, so there was another person was like, "Well, I hear you. Trust me, I hear you." But, yo, I, I didn't gave, I didn't gave home team the benefit of the doubt, and they fucking up. Yo, I might as well see what these motherfuckers over here trying, talking about, straight up. And it was a little back and forth, and it didn't get, it didn't get hostile but you see that was the dichotomy of the two opposing views of one was yo radical almost like yo this is this is this is my this is my position this is my side the other side is fucked up but no matter what i'm going to make sure what i'm going to do to keep my side in control the other one but it's kind of wavering like look I hear what you're saying And I am on this side But I didn't gave this side And I'm kind of feeling what the other side is saying More than what I'm, what my side is saying So fucking I'm going to go on the other side And I'm like wow And mind you I'm quite sure More in depth conversations Have happened all throughout the country tonight, today, in the lead up, but especially today because today is the day. It's interesting. It's interesting. It's fucked up how society's becoming. It really is. Um, it just really is. And like, like I said, I, I, I was not. I'm not going in depth because I just like i said i'm trying to remain calm and even kill but um it is depressing how this society has become because it's almost like it's always going to be this division and as long as there's a division we can never come together for the greater good There was one thing that came to my mind while i was online and not me personally but just came to my mind period like you know a lot of people might be thinking i did what was for the greater good two years ago maybe this time i'm going to do what's in the greater good for me we'll see how, i guess we'll see how it shakes out right guess we'll see how it shakes out so thanks for indulging my whims and uh stay tuned for more jets jet jet jets <sighs> victory oh One last thing, because, shoot, I'm about to... This is about to cut me off at the 30-minute mark anyway. I'd like to thank each and every one of y'all for making me in this podcast the one y'all choose to listen to. I would also like to thank each and every every one of y'all who chose to either, A, listen to my debut EP, The Elders, by Donnie U, yours truly, and Jay Furman via Bandcamp, and or decided to cop said EP. More will be discussed about my debut EP before the end of the fucking show. So, yeah. Uh, let's get the rest of this shit on the way, huh? <clears throat> Without further ado. Good night. Mwah, and goodbye.
1: as we take a journey to the dark side
0: Fuck, he was thinking. Or Donnie doesn't know what the fuck he was doing. Regardless of the title, I am going to bring myself to task this week for not knowing what the fuck I was doing by doubting my New York Jets, 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 who were victorious this past Sunday against the division-leading Buffalo Bills, the number one offensive team in the league, Buffalo Bills. The Buffalo Bills, who are picked by most pundits to represent the AFC in this year's Super Bowl. Hmm. You know, while I would love to gloat, Unfortunately, I cannot. I can't gloat not a iota. Because I did say last week, both on the salty daughter, Donnie, ooh, and on hidden gems football that I believe the jets would not come up victorious. I believe that they would play them rough and tough keep within striking distance, but ultimately would not be able to get over the hump and we would be limping into the bye at the record of five and four, fresh off a two-game losing streak in the division. And I'm so happy I was wrong. I'm also so happy that I did not take that approach when it came to, uh, you know, dropping some coin or my must chase parlay and guess what? Thanks to, and due to my New York jets, I did, I was able to salvage my parlay. Uh, Due to some uh, cold feet, I didn't get my maximum amount, but still more than whatever the amount that I dropped. So, yeah, once again, shout out to the JET Jets. Now, what I'm going to do is I wrote some detailed notes. Or matter of fact, not detailed notes, but I wrote eh, I guess if I I still had a blog, this would be a nice short blog post on what I saw and how I felt coming out of Sunday's game I'm gonna start like this Great win by the Jets This win exhibited a lot of great signs for the future The culture is being changed It's growing with the help of a key few Well a few key additions DJ Reed Cornerback that we acquired In free agency, formerly of Seattle drew him over here we got Jordan Whitehead who has Super Bowl experience because he was on that Super Bowl team that temp that Tom Brady led Tampa Bay Buccaneers team got him for sturdy backline safety defense Quan Alexander who I've said time and time again is one of those players one of those cogs that a coach loves that knows the system and able to bring up everybody up to speed with the expectations of said system. And he still had more gas in the tank than people thought. Source: Gardner. Number four, draft pick from uh, Cincinnati who is living up to the expectation that we had of him. Shut down corner. But combine him with DJ Reed, or should I say, put DJ Reed with him and that's why our defense is top ten. I think I think we're ranked number seven, but we have then by the next in the next week we'll be top five, and we'll be on a buy. So how how how's that for our defense? We rise up in the rankings by being off. Hmm. Garrett Wilson, who was a fucking monster this past Sunday, I think he was he had nine targets and he, and he had eight catches for 92 yards catching everything right to left up and down he was the offense until we got the running game intact and grinded them to a fucking fine china in the fourth quarter when joe douglas took over one of the quotes i remember was that he would concentrate on drafting players from winning programs, from big programs. Because they would be accustomed with the team aspect of winning. And if they were the man on a big time team, then it, the transition from college to football would not be as great. Also, they come in they come in with that winning mentality. If you're coming from a Michigan, if you're coming from an Alabama, if you're coming from a Clemson, you're going to come in with that winning mentality. Cincinnati to a certain degree. You have Ball State. You have BYU. Yes, maybe not a top tier program but still a program that can go toe to toe on most years so if you're the man on one of those teams going against that top tier you know that top caliber opponents those top caliber caliber opponents i mean you got a leg up i said at the beginning of this season that you could tell the difference between the new additions and the old guard i think i said it after the cleveland game the cleveland miracle that the players that were here from the leftovers from the old regime were playing at a different speed at a slower speed than the newer additions i.e the rookies that i just spoke of and the free agent uh acquisitions from Winning team from winning franchises Just the difference in the speed in which they played with The rookies have a combination of confidence and the fact they're pretty damn good, which means the same fucking things I don't know why I wrote that out like that It's forced the rest of the team to either raise to their level or play of play or get left behind a culture is being birthed and nurtured right in front of our eyes similar to the birth of that Rex Ryan era and that is galvanizing the fan base but it feels but it feels different in that it's a balanced team talent wise and they're cognizant of the development of Zach Wilson also the, one of the major differences one of the other major differences is uh the Rex Ryan teams was laden with older veterans that were in a win-now mode. So you knew, unless they was able to draft and supplement the veterans that were getting old and long in the tooth, you knew it was going the uh, the time the time span of uh, the window was going to be very short. On the opposite end, this jet team, I believe half our roster is under twenty five years old, twenty five or under. All our key players are like in that, in that age, in that age range. So, I, I don't see no reason, I e, besides injury, that um. This should come to a stop anytime soon. Now, getting more specific about the game, Zach Wilson showed promise. He showed growth. He showed maturity. There was a couple times during the game that he you could see he wanted to try to force the ball downfield, but instead he threw it out of bounds. But more importantly, there was times that he took the lanes that, were avail- that was available to him to run and pick up that first down, pick up, pick up yardage so that, third, so that third down wouldn't be third and long. And he did so instead of trying to throw it where there was no window for it to be completed. That was growth. The fact that he did not panic when they were down 14-3. The fact that Michael Floor did not panic being down 14-3 and still concentrating and still utilizing the run. Those are uh, major steps in both the development of Zach Wilson and the development of Michael Floor as a... Top tier offensive um offensive coordinator, play caller. Defensively, what can you say? Isn't it a coincidence that when and Williams and the coach got into it on, on the sideline, I believe, after the third game of the season? And it was basically Quentin was saying, Let the front four eat. Let us get to the quarterback and y'all play coverage behind us. There's no need to blitz. We can do it. And since that, from that point, I believe that was almost a galvanizing point for the team. You know. There's a potential Josh Allen injury. I'm not, I'm not sure if he came into the game with it. I'm not sure if he injured it during the meat of the game, or did it happen on this one particular play where Bryce Huff uh, strip-sacked Josh Allen while he was in a throwing motion, and from that point on, he was holding his forearm, and they said that, you know, they're looking at the elbow, the UCL ligament. Now, I'm not wishing any any ill will on no player health wise, but if Josh Allen is compromised, if Josh Allen has to has to miss a uh, extended period of time. Who says the jetsjj Jets Jets can't win the division? Huh? I don't fear Miami. At all, we beat them. I don't give a fuck if two. Listen, tour at this point in time, better hope that we have nothing to play for, and he has nothing to play for, because I, I, I don't want to see two against against my defense. I'm scared for him. New England, we will get our revenge in another week and a half in New England, which actually be a little bit sweeter. And Buffalo, okay, depending. Depending on the health of Josh Allen, who, tell you the truth, uh, just could take credit for knocking out. So, like I was saying, who should be who should we be afraid of in the Big Bag East? I I feel like once we beat New England, the division is ours to take because. We're two and one in the division. That'll make us three and one. Buffalo is zero and two in the division. So all their wins have come out of the division. And if the old saying, you go, you go five hundred or above in your division, you have a good chance to win it. And that's what I believe we're gonna do, baby. So I think they said the index or whatever. I, I don't believe. I don't I don't know why I even give this shit much credence but it says something to the effect of the new york jets have a 74 percent chance of winning uh no of getting into the postseason well if they were listened to donnie's half-assed third annual nfl preview i could have told y'all that about a week into the season that the new york jets JJ jets were going to get into the playoffs was going to be into the postseason Denzel Mims from the doghouse to the penthouse came through with a big clutch third and five grab that allowed us to force Buffalo to waste all their timeouts and leave them with precious time to drive down the field for att- to attempt a tying field goal. Clutch play by Denzel Mims. James Robinson, I'm not, he did come up big, but that will not change my mind as of yet of maybe he was damaged goods. Maybe he's still recovering because I don't really see that burst. I mean, I know he's not a speedster like, like Brees, but I don't see that burst. And if he could just give us comp, like I think he had what 13, 13 carries for fifty some odd yards. That was great, especially that that last that last game winning drive. You know, he, him and Carter really just gassed Buffalo. Robinson to the inside, Carter to the outside. But um, yeah, I really think we got something going here for the long term. As long as Zach Wilson continues to be, to progress and yeah, I know I was hard on him last year I mean last week, but he deserved it because he was a fucking bonehead. He deserved it He deserves every bit of it. Yeah But this year, I mean this week he doesn't this year this week He deserves praise and that's what I'm going to give. I'm going to give Zach Wilson praise 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 and my New York JETS 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 getting flexy with it. I'm getting flexy with the JETS the j- technique but with the technician one two and you don't stop the tech technique cause he's a technician. <laughs> well people, that brings us to the end of another edition of the Salty Thoughts of Donnie U Podcast. I'd like to thank each and every one of y'all for making me and this here podcast the one y'all choose to listen to. Next week, there will be no episode next week. There will be no new edition of the Souls of Design podcast next week. um, Two reasons. One, I got a, got a couple appointments I got to go to, you know, get some shit checked out. Number one, number two, my jets are on the bar, so so am I. Yeah, I know that's some bullshit, but yeah, that's the way we roll in here. Um, yeah, I just, I'm yeah, I'm just gonna take a, I'm gonna take a week and take a week off, so I will be back in two weeks. I guess that'll be actually what Thanksgiving week. Oh, go figure. But yeah, I'll be back. Uh, I guess Thanksgiving week, cause this is what. The ninth, so 16, Yeah, Thanksgiving week, the twenty third, Thanksgiving Eve. That's when I would be dropping my ne- next episode. Um, Jay Furman, Donnie Ooh, The Elders EP out now, available now on Bandcamp, either Bandcamp.com or the Bandcamp app. Seven. Does it go seven deep? Yeah, it goes seven deep. Such standout tracks such as Face of the Faceless. Recognize the face. Acknowledge my greatness on a different level. It's the face of the faceless. Melvin in the Kitchen. Must be the money. Amongst others. Check out. My debut EP, The Elders, Jay Furman, and Donnie U, out now. And while you're checking shit out, dealing with yours truly, check out easytree.com slash royal Donnie easytree.com slash Royal to Donnie for everything Donnie U. If you want some salty thoughts of Donny o merch, that could be purchased at easytree.com/slash/roaderdonnyu. And if you want to just get a taste of what I'm capable of on the mic, you can get a taste of that at easytree.com/slash/roaderdonnyu. Yeah. Every Thursday, tomorrow, Thursday, Hidden Gems Football. That's right, Hidden Gems Football, where the Mojo King, the Hidden Gems Czar himself, and yours truly, Donnie f and break down to a fine China All the happenings of this past week. We'll get you ready for Thursday Night Action. We would definitely have Donnie's One Big Thing. That one topic that I got to get some issue off my chest. And we will definitely give y'all our Survivor Picks for the week. Hidden Gems Football. On YouTube, on the 19 Media Group's YouTube page every thursday and in the audio version on all streaming platforms yeah that's right all streaming platforms forever podcasting or podcasts are available i think those are the plugs for me now the plugs for others check out the mojo king and his two other entities Hidden Gems Golf and Hip Hop Hidden Gems in which he unearths all the hidden gems in the world of fantasy golf and he unearths all the hidden gems in the history of hip hop along with his partner Willie Freeman. Yes. Check both of those entities, both of those podcasts out on all streaming platforms wherever podcasts are available. Check out Hidden, uh, fuck. I keep on, I'm so hidden gems up. Gimmick Infringement with Winchester and McDowell. On all streaming platforms, where podcasts are available, but specifically on YouTube. Also on the 19 Media Group YouTube page. If you want to be in the know for the latest happenings in the world of professional wrestling, in the world of the bachelor the bachelor in paradise and just want to kick it with two down-to-earth good-hearted bros check out gimmick infringement and check out the latest and last installment of this second double dip the peel cast in which they kind of rank uh which one of jordan pool's um Releases, do they find to be their favorite? Yeah. Check out the cast on YouTube and on all streaming platforms. So, those three podcasts, matter of fact, those four podcasts, uno, dos, tres, cuatro, are part of the 19 media group. Last but not least, check out my bro body more bottles on youtube like and subscribe be More's number one liquor reviewer matter of fact fuck that not just liquor reviewer number one recapper number one reviewer in be more body more bottles on youtube like and subscribe <laughs> If you want to be in the know for all the latest concoctions, all the concoctions, this this dude is a mad scientist when it comes to the liquor. Check him out on YouTube, like, and subscribe. What the fuck? Yeah. So I think that's it. For some reason, something's just telling me I'm forgetting something. I'm forgetting something, and I have no idea. But like I said, once again, I will not be dropping next week. I'll be back in two weeks. Thanksgiving Eve, to be exact. For the next edition of the Salty Thoughts of Donnie U podcast. And maybe, I doubt it, but maybe if I decide that there's something I need to get off my chest real quick, check out the YouTube of Mike Steph for the visual, the visuals, the video version of the Salty Thoughts where you can see my handsome mug running the YouTube streets. Yeah. So, with all that being said and done, I think it's time for me to get out of here. So, until Thanksgiving, and, uh, and whenever, you know, shit. Y'all know how the fuck I do. Get the fuck out of here. Until later. Goodbye. Bye.
2: See yeah. the tech What's your function on the real? My mass appeal is real I swim through beasts like Navy SEALs Irregular My style suffers competitors Who think they better I knit my skit like my grandma's sweater Nuts who want to inflict harm against the charmer. Best arrest the case because to wear medieval armor To protect my subjects My style's quite hard Never could you copy cuz my style's quite odd. Select the best concepts Context the rom text Plus a twenty dollar bet check Niggas flex with the tech check the Text the text
1: technique, plus he's not checking. One two, what's it gone? The text technique, plus he's not checking. One two, what's it gone?
2: The text technique, plus he's not check mission. One two, what's it gone? I rip rhyme short, support a jumpstart on the gunner. Arrest niggas like Hunter from the under Never Punda. Wonder if I get stiff, I'm bound to catch a L Nah never that, I'm down with Tame of MCL. Playing hurricane y demos in my walk Man, I walk and I talk and read issues of the source And check out the dreadlocks and bedrock puffing And Though by the branch like plants And do the cypher dance Then it's back to the shack To write raps about my apps Taking totes for the stress As I get flexy with the check I, I whip lyrics up like batter chatters on the verge I sink all ships and watch craft crafts submerge In the depths of the boat Dope, I wrote this to the store Sorts of brothers, who's my style? So us the door. Uh, I do jobs like mobs. I rob the next. I the title. Uh, I win it hands down the pants down. Uh-huh. vital, the tech might you want and get man. I freak the planet plus I flip it, skip the hand scans, I'm woozy when I'm slipping. Yeah, yeah, still high, the ill fly, red out right dead semi, automatic artifact uh-huh. with naps causing heart attacks, uh-huh. attacks, and critics and honey dips, yeah. who yeah. shit on my lyrics, yeah. and slept when I dropped that, do you wanna hear because from sun up to sun down, my eyes are red and run down, I still smoke a pound if strong peeps hit yeah. uh-huh. the town, I'm flexible like every female was fuckable, impeccable, despicable, on point like a decibel, point twice, the joint jump on ISIS with the mic device, mighty like ISIS, give me boomer, it's a crisis with yeah. the, stress. With the, stress, with the
3: stress, yeah.
2: stress, unless I'm getting flexy with the tech. The tech's tech media, plus
3: we deter- to